What if there was a different way to live and work beyond the hustle and hype, beyond the never ending race to get more, do more, be more, a way that's nourishing, grounded, creative, and aligned with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Alchemy in Action with me, your host, Amanda Cook. In each episode, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. Join me to create a life and work that truly fit you, infused with meaning and magic. Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Wellprinter Podcast. This week, I'm talking about virtual assistants with Joanna Mitchell of The Healthy VA. So if you're interested in hiring a virtual assistant to take some of that admin work off your plate, or if you've ever toyed with the idea of picking up some part-time virtual assistant work to supplement your wellness business income, you're going to learn some things in this interview, and I'm really looking forward to sharing it with you. Now, this week is the last episode before we take the August break. So in case you missed it last week, the Wellpreneur podcast is taking a break for the month of August. So we're still going to be working as usual, and I'll still be in the Wellpreneur Wellness Marketing Mastermind Facebook group almost every day. It's just there aren't going to be any new podcast episodes until September, but that's okay. It gives you time to go outside and play and catch up on those episodes that you may have missed. But I'd like to encourage you to not forget about us during August and definitely come over to the Facebook group and stop in, especially on Mondays, and check out our challenge of the week because we're going to be doing some pretty fun things during August that aren't your normal share your blog post and talk about your business type challenges. It's August, it's summer here in the Northern Hemisphere, and it's time to get outside and in play and really indulge our more creative, curious, playful sides. And especially as wellness entrepreneurs, there's lots of fun stuff we like to do, right? Like going to markets and trying new recipes and doing, spending more time working out and being outside and playing with our families. And we're going to be incorporating some of those into some fun challenges for August. So definitely make sure to stop by the Wellpreneur Wellness Marketing Mastermind Facebook group and join us during the August break. Now, as I'm recording this, I'm looking at the Facebook group and we have 969 members. Awesome. This is so great. But I know there's loads of you out there listening, like thousands more of you actually out there listening who aren't yet a part of our Facebook group. And if that's you, I definitely encourage you to come over and give us a try. It's completely free. It's a promotion-free zone. So nobody's going to be in there trying to sell you on business or anything. And it's just a chance to connect with other Wellpreneurs, ask your questions, get support and inspiration, and talk about the podcast episodes. So you can find the link to that in the show notes, as well as on my website. And if you just go into Facebook and start to search for Wellness Marketing Mastermind, you'll see my face and you can click to join. Now, the other thing as we're moving into August is that I don't want you to forget about this awesome deal on the Rainmaker platform. So if you're considering creating a membership site or launching a podcast, or you just want your website to be a lot easier so that everything's integrated. You don't have to worry about a thousand plugins. You don't have to worry about backup and security. And how are you going to then have your courses? And how are you going to have an affiliate program? All of that's taken care of you for you all in one solution that's based on WordPress, but it's made a lot easier to use. And in fact, they've just included email marketing as well. Awesome. Can you imagine You just have one monthly bill. It pays for everything already pre-integrated in your business. Totally amazing. 
I've moved all of my site and my podcast and my courses and my affiliate program over to the Rainmaker platform in January, and I'm totally loving it, and I'm happy to talk with you about it. So you can try a 14-day trial of Rainmaker, and you can start building your course and your site on the trial without even having to put a credit card in. You can sign up for that at wellpreneuronline.com rain. And I'll link that up in the show notes too, so it's easy for you to access. So I'm wishing you a lot of space in your summer and in your August and time to really get perspective and really be present in your life, especially if you're in the Northern Hemisphere where it's summertime. It's such a nice time to go out and reconnect with nature, connect with your friends and family, and just get a little, get away from your computer a little bit. I know I totally fall victim to that as well, that I just love playing on my computer, but actually it's really nice to get out in the summer. So I'm wishing you tons of space and nature and joy and good memories for August. And I hope to see you in the Facebook group for some of our fun August break challenges. And if not, I'll see you back here in September. So now let's jump into this interview all about how to hire a VA or even be a VA with Joanna Mitchell of The Healthy VA. Hi, Joanna. Welcome to the show. Hi, Amanda. So Joanna, I'm really glad that you could take the time to come on the podcast because it's such a hot topic amongst wellpreneurs on how they can get help in their businesses. Even people that are just starting out would like to get some help. And everyone's heard, oh, we'll just hire a virtual assistant as if it's some like magic pill, right? And so I think it'll be great for you to be able to shed some light on like, what does that really mean? And, and what can a VA do for us? And, and how do we actually get some, some good work produced from them? Yeah, I think that's actually a common mistake is that people hire virtual assistants like straight up. And like you say, they, they think that it's going to be the magic pill that kind of gets their business you know, processes happening and everything. But obviously at the beginning, unless you've got consistent income coming through, a virtual assistant on a regular basis supporting you is, in, is going to be more of a financial cost to the business when you, when you haven't got any income. So virtual assistants can definitely help you at the beginning, but it's just how you approach them and how you, you utilize them really as to, to get the most benefit out of them. Sure. Um, I always recommend at the beginning to use a VA on an ad hoc basis. So for things where you just find it too technically challenging, so to set up your lead pages, for example, and do the whole funnel of um, email subscribers and everything, if that's too technically challenging for you, then rather than spending like you know half a day trying to figure it out, it might be easier for you to hire a VA to do it in an hour for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So kind of have that ad hoc relationship rather than a VA for 10 hours a month helping with you with all the admin when you don't actually have the clients to be producing the admin yet. Right. That makes sense. And I think your point about technology is really good because that is one of the things that tends to keep wellpreneurs stuck in the beginning. And it can take loads of time, like you said. Yeah. Could you give us an idea of like some of the first tasks that people might want to outsource? So I think technical things, like you said, like setting up a lead page, I guess like integrating your email lists, um, yeah. other kinds of things would be good to outsource. So when I first started doing virtual assistant, I found that a lot of people came to me initially with social media management support, um, mainly because that was, was something that you needed to do on a regular basis as you got busier in your business you didn't have time necessarily to schedule your posts every week so that that's something that a VA can help with um, not necessarily creating the content for you but actually taking your own content and putting it into a social media format um, and then just the whole process of 
once you've written a blog post to put it on your website, put it in a newsletter, send that out, that, that kind of thing. It's all the sort of general admin tasks that don't actually generate income for you, but they're sort of still needed in order for your online presence to be maintained and for you to communicate with clients on a regular basis. Definitely. So let's take the example of, say we want somebody to set up our email list and integrate it into our website, right? So we want a VA to do that, to like put the sign up form on our website and set up our freebie or something like that. Yeah. How do you actually work with a VA in that case? Do you just send them your passwords or what do you, how did you like to work with your clients? Um, all the technical details? Obviously, you'd want to make it clear that you're just needing this particular task. So it would be discussing with the VA how they work, whether they prefer to work with a client on a regular basis or just sort of one-off projects. So this example would be like a one-off project. And you would just need to make it really clear of what you're actually looking for and what you're needing set up and what experience they've had with the tools that you're wanting to use. So take MailChimp, for example, And then integrating that with a WordPress website, you'd want them to have experience doing that before. And then it's a case of, obviously, you've got to give them access to your accounts. But the way that I used to work was using a program called LastPass. So I would recommend that the client save all their passwords on LastPass and then share them with me through that. Because it means that I can go onto MailChimp and log in using their details, but I don't actually see what the password is. Mm -hmm. It kind of like comes up as little stars so you can't actually see what the password is so it's just a a level of security really so yeah and then once they've done you kind of give make sure you you have some sort of time frame as well of when you need that task completed and yeah I just kind of keep communicating with um what it is you need doing and like the expectations around when the job needs to be completed and why you're doing it that kind of thing Mm -hmm. and yeah if you're working with a VA who's done this before they, they should be able to just take care of it for you So I use LastPass also um, with my team and it's awesome. It's really good um, because then everybody has access to the passwords. And it also, in addition to kind of hiding the passwords, but still giving them access, it also creates these really cryptic passwords Mm -hmm. that you can use. So you don't have to fall into that thing where everyone uses the same password for everything, which which is, I think. And it's also, um, it protects you from, say, if your VA's computer got hacked there's no way that someone can sort of access your passwords that way. So it's that extra level of support, even though you might trust your VA with, you know, handing out your passwords. It just, it's that extra element of protection, really. Mm-hmm. Just makes sense. So when somebody out there listening is looking at hiring their first VA, I guess the first step is to have a clear idea of what kind of tasks they need help with. So the example we were using is like, I need somebody that knows WordPress and MailChimp to set up my email list, for example. Yeah. Like, how do you recommend people even find, how do they know that it's the right person to work with? Like, what are some things that they should look for? Or like, do you recommend, I guess, that they get on the phone first before they hire them to really talk to the person? Or, or what do you recommend around hiring? So firstly, I would reach out to your current network and ask if there's anyone that people recommend. I found that like having someone that's been recommended by someone else is is kind of a good way of one, finding a a really good VA and perhaps someone that's also specialized and used, you know, tools that you you need um, experience in. So yes, definitely either speak by phone or either Skype or Zoom, like what we're using now, just so that you can see the person face-to-face as well. Um, Ensure that you have a, a good chat about what your expectations are and what you're needing a VA for. Um, and really just to see whether you're the right fit. 
you know, relationship wise. Um, and when you start working with a VA, it's always good to have a probation period as well. So perhaps even say, let's start with the first month and after a month we'll review how things are going. And yeah, work from there really. Because it's, it's, it's a business to business relationship at the end of the day. Like the VA is a business owner as well as you. So it's both of you wanting to have a mutual good relationship and make sure that you're the right fit for each other. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that I see quite commonly, and I saw this in my corporate job too, when you get people that would become new managers, is that they just kind of assumed people would read their minds and they weren't yeah. very clear about what they actually needed done. Yeah. And I think that's a really common problem when people hire virtual assistants. Like they might just say, oh, prepare this blog post, but they're not really being specific about what does that actually mean in my world, right? So I wondered if you could kind of share some advice just about how we can make sure that, you know, we're being clear in our instructions and and giving assignments in a way that we're actually going to get back what we want. Yeah, I guess it's really, you need to understand your business, like where it's at at the moment and where you want it to be. And I think it's also the VA's responsibility to ensure that they are confident in what they're expecting, what what the client's expecting them to do. So it's a case of both of you really liaising around what needs to be done, but then having it in writing as well as verbally as well so that you can refer back to things and just keeping the lines of communication open throughout the time that the work's being completed so that you know, if, if things come up and the VA is unsure, they feel comfortable going back to you and asking, you know, is this correct? Is, do you want me to amend anything rather than like just doing the work? And then at the end, the client being like, oh, that wasn't what I expected. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, procedures are always a really good, a good idea to have when you hire a VA. But often when we hire VAs, we don't have procedures written down yet because it's kind of all in our heads. And it's only when you actually have to then delegate work, it's when you start to think about, oh, yeah, I should actually create a written procedure. So if you have that at the start, that's obviously helpful for someone to follow like instructions. But if not, it's just important to keep your lines of communication open, really. So what happens if you start to feel like it's not working out? So if it's not working out, I think it's a case of asking, like, what is it? Is it either the communication or you just don't think the VA is as skilled as you'd hoped? And if you have that kind of probationary period, then either wait for the end of that to review how things have been completed and where things can be improved. Otherwise, just say, you know, it's not suitable and move on to someone else, really. Um, That can be the case sometimes. Like not every VA that you hire is going to be the right fit for you. So it's just about being open um, and flexible as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, you know, coming back to your earlier point, like it's a business to business relationship, like the VA is in business also. And so I think, you know, maybe, maybe it's not, it's not working out from her perspective either. And so I think probably better just to like be open about it. Like maybe just finish the project or finish that certain week's number of hours or something. And then, and then just. Yeah. And that's, that's okay. Yeah. And that's okay as well. Like this, these things happen sometimes. So. Yeah, totally. So what are some common mistakes that you've seen that wellpreneurs make when trying to work with VAs? So like I said at the beginning, they kind of try and hire them ongoing too early when they don't have sufficient workload or sufficient income to really justify having a VA on a consistent basis. And another common mistake I think is not seeing a VA as sort of another service that you're hiring and kind of approaching them more as an employee. And then it's kind of becomes a micromanaging relationship. 
I think keeping the boundaries between, you know, your service or business to business relationship, that's really important as well. Can you talk a bit more about that? Like, what do you mean trying to treat them like an employee? So in terms of like managing their work and like micromanaging what they're doing and not really trusting that the VA does, you know, the VA is a VA because they're skilled in particular areas that you're perhaps not. So just kind of trusting them to do the work. And then if anything needs to be amended, then just communicating that rather than sort of overshadowing and keeping an eye on everything that they do. Because the purpose of a VA is to really give you more time and space to see more clients and focus on the things that you're really good at and you enjoy. So having a VA and building that relationship where you can trust them to do the work that you're not necessarily wanting to focus on so that you can focus on other areas. Whereas I think when when you're micromanaging, you're kind of, you're sort of looking at what they're doing rather than concentrating what you're what you should be doing now that you have more time and space to do what you love mm-hmm. work with more clients. Absolutely. Cool. I wanted to kind of twist it around a little bit because I know something else that you do because you've worked as a VA yourself and you refer out to VAs and, and now you actually provide some training for, for people that want to become VAs also. And so I'm curious, like, you know, maybe there's some people out there listening that really enjoy, like they figured out how to do all this stuff in their own business and they really enjoy it. And they've thought, oh, maybe I could pick up some more money by just doing these tasks for some other wellpreneurs as well. I mean, how do you see that as a, I mean, is that a realistic thing to assume? Like, oh, I can just pick up a few hours as a VA. Yeah, definitely. Like that's kind of how I started really as well. Cause I was a health coach and uh, noticing that I was enjoying all the technical stuff and I found that I had more of a strength in that area than some of my other health and wellness friends. So I just put it out there and said, look, I can set up websites. I can set up newsletters. If you need any help, then, you know, feel free to contact me. And that's how it all started. So it's definitely something that people who are currently in, you know, currently a health and wellness entrepreneur can do on the side. And a couple of the the women that are in this, the healthy VA community that I have at the moment, some of them are also health coaches. And they just do virtual assistance on the side. So it's a nice little compliment as well, because then you're, you're still working in the space and you're in the space that you love, but you're just doing something a little bit different. You're kind of supporting the space in your own way, as well as seeing clients one-on-one as a health player yourself. So how do most of those, I mean, that's really interesting that some, some, you know, health coaches are doing that on the side too. Like, how would you suggest that they start to find their first clients? What have you seen VAs do that's successful? So just really authentically put it out there within your inner network to say that you're skilled in this and you're open to helping other people with their business. Like, I don't think it needs to be, you know, if you want wanting your main business to be a health coaching, then focus more on the health coaching, but it can just be a case of putting it into your inner network that you're available for VA work. As simple as that. And you can get a few clients that way. Mm-hmm. And based on what I know about the wellness community, if you're good at that, even doing something simple like, you know, setting up people's MailChimp, oh my gosh, loads of people will hire you to help them because so many wellpreneurs just don't want to deal with the technical side. Yeah, exactly. And they're, they're going to feel more confident as well using someone who's like a health coach themselves and has gone through the experience with their own business. Um, and that's what I said as well when you're looking for a VA to, ask for recommendations in your network because then you're going to get someone who um, has already provided a really good service to someone else or you'll end up having someone in that group who's a health coach and a VA that can help you. Mm-hmm. You know, rather than kind of just looking on Google for somebody, it's always better to 
approach your inner network first. Awesome. So I think there's lots of possibilities here, both to hire VAs, but also possibly to pick up some VA work for those tech savvy wellpreneurs that are out there listening. That's really awesome. Lots of lots of yeah. fun things to think about. So where's the best place for people to get in touch with you? So they can go to my website, thehealthyva.com. And on there is um, a directory of virtual assistants who specialize in the health and wellness industry. So I've got a community called the Healthy VA Community. So all like VAs who are interested in, in working with health businesses who join the community are now listed on the directory. So that's a really good way, as well as kind of reaching out to your inner network to find a suitable VA to come to the website and see you know, who's on there as well. And I've also got an online store on that website, which has step-by-step tutorials on how to set certain things up like MailChimp and lead pages and everything. And I found that to be quite useful for not only health businesses, but for people who are wanting to be VAs who just perhaps want to know a bit more about how to set those certain things up to help other people. So yeah, I've also got another website, joannabmitchell.com, which is just my little website on the side about me and my consulting. (laughs) Awesome. Cool. Well, I'll link all of those up in the show notes. Um, And I think you've given us a lot of food for thought in terms of how to hire VAs, but also how maybe some people out there listening would want to become a VA. And I think the Healthy VA is a great resource for that. So thank you so much for taking the time and coming on the show today, Joanna. Thank you. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Wellpreneur Podcast. As always, you can get all of the show notes on the blog at wellpreneuronline.com. Also, don't forget, if you want a simpler solution for your website that even includes all-in-one great email marketing, membership sites, affiliate programs, SEO, backups, security, everything all-in-one, I moved. I love it. Definitely check out Rainmaker. You can get a 14-day trial at wellpreneuronline.com slash rain. Okay, so have a fantastic August break. I hope to see you in the Facebook group and chat with you over there. But anyway, I will see you back here in September with our next episode.